Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session. Your opportunity to be as prepared as you possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Um, good morning for those of you joining us live. I uh, hope you're all keeping well. And uh, if you're joining us via one of our podcasts, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, good to have you with us. So without further ado, let's get straight into it then. Um, we'll start with our risk warning. Just please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning uh, currently up on screen. And just broadly, be be mindful of your exposure in these markets at all times. Uh, each trade predetermine how much capital you're committing, because uh, then that can be a, a distinct decision. Uh, if you're trading size that you're not sure what the the trade size is, um, you can be uh, over a series of trades. You could be oversized on on most of them, and you can eat into portions of your um, of your capital perhaps without expecting it. You can also benefit accordingly. You know, it is a game of risk and reward. So uh, let's get straight into it then. What do all profitable traders need to consider each and every time you get to your trading desk? You need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade, trade selection, and obviously equally as important, why are you trading those markets? There must be, a, I suppose, a, a reason for you to do so. Where do you then enter technically? Where do you exit those markets for either a stop loss or for ultimately a, um, a winner? and how to manage risk, hopefully prior to entry. Hopefully you're not making up risk as you go. Um, how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome? Uh, another important factor to consider. Um, and then finally, trading psychology. So what sort of mindset are these markets in? Is it very sort of cagey sort of consolidation? Are we seeing that type of condition? Or are, are we actually seeing very aggressive free-flowing markets, a uh, lot of momentum? Um, so a lot of these things can play into perhaps some of your decision making. And that's really what the live trader has been designed to do to sort of set up to um, not just prepare you for today's opportunities, but also to let you allow you to think sort of a bit broader. Um, this is not really strategy specific in terms of your, your, the, the, your technical sort of execution side of things. It's a little bit broader than that. Um, which we find people pay very little consideration to perhaps certain aspects of this um, of this continuum currently up on screen. Okay, and, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in what you do. If you're chopping and changing all the time, you'll find it very, very difficult to, to maintain um, any, any degree of consistency in your returns. Um, discipline with your capital. This is your hard-earned capital. We want you to learn how to protect it first. And then we want to sort of obviously teach you how to grow it. And then finally, patience, knowing when to get into trades and when perhaps not to. There's there's telltale signs in these environments that can uh, that can give us either a green light or perhaps like the majority of yesterday, uh, give us a bit of a, a red light to just sit on our hands and, and do nothing. Okay, so let's uh, let's get straight in then. Um, we will start with just a quick review of market moving news. Um, so for this, we'll, we'll bring up forexfactory.com and we look at the news calendar. So yesterday, the only major bit of news we had, and there was a bit of volatility around it, was um, uh, the Fed chair um, was was speaking yesterday. And really, they, they kind of, the concern of inflation is very, very clear. And the, the Fed are willing now to do everything that they need to do to sort of get it under control. So... 
there's a certain amount of reassurance, but there's also a certain amount of panic that, um, you know, that the Fed are needing to move really quite aggressively. And uh, if you increase interest rates significantly over a short period of time, it can lead to all sorts of disruption. Um, uh, the cost of business increases and, uh, you know, there's a lot of what we would refer to as probably zombie um, companies out there that are valued at excessive levels that perhaps might not have the cash flow or the ability to actually make repayments once the cost of business starts increasing higher, especially if you can't get hold of the liquidity. And this is one of the big things. The liquidity has been pulled from the market and that has got to be um, more of a concern. And a lot of these markets now are depending on what, which side of the fence you sit on. Are you sitting on the, the, the higher prices and growth side of the thing and think actually there's aspects of those things that are really, really positive? Or are you sitting on the negative side of inflation, um, the energy crisis, the um, you know, geopolitical issues, war, war in Ukraine? You know, and if you're sitting on that side, then you are really quite fearful. So really, and this is what these markets are, are kind of grappling with at the moment. And there's your psychology, there's your trading, there's your market psychology in a nutshell. There's a lot of indecision, although prices are effectively moving well, they were up till yesterday. Um, certainly last week, we saw a lot of positivity in the stock markets. Uh, for us, there was no real reason for that apart from profit taking, apart from um, sort of blind optimism, really. But, you know, these markets have to correct. And now we'll see we'll see what the next move is, because that's always going to be quite important. Um, so what impact did Jerome Powell have yesterday? Um, you know, committing to being more aggressive on the interest rate hikes, so that he he, he, he mentioned that um, you know the Fed might look at a fifty basis point rate hike uh, in in May, and that's an important factor. Um, now, what it did to the the bond markets was, you know, we we saw these these uh, bond yields soar really quite significantly. Um, bonds lower, yields higher. And uh, we're seeing that pretty much across the board. And this puts, this is a bit of a concern for the Fed again. Um, and you can see the sharp, excuse me, you can see the sharp uh, increase over the course of yesterday. There we go. There's that sharp increase. And we've got this talk about an inverted yield curve uh, without going into too much detail. Um, that's when the two-year uh, basically um, uh generates a, a, a greater yield than perhaps something that's more longer term. Um, so that that in its own right just creates some complications for these financial markets as well. Um, it's normally a sign of kind of recessionary type uh, environments and it does go some way to just drive home how, how this functional some, some aspects of these markets actually are at the moment. Yeah, good morning guys. Uh, hope all is well. Um, so so that was Jerome Powell yesterday, broadly. Um, today, not really a huge amount to have to deal with. A few more central bankers, Christine Lagarde. Um, we've got the, the, the chairman of uh, the Swiss National Bank, um, all, all spe speaking to markets. Um, we had the governor of the RBA uh, overnight. So really, tomorrow is the, is the next significant focus, really. We've got um, UK CPI numbers. Um, expected to be up at this 6% level. You know, when you talk about this is a, your inflation figure, 
uh, year on year and you can see the elevated nature of this market coming in the majority of the time over the last year coming in higher than expected so they they can't really get this number um, right to any great extent um, you know growth and wages are nowhere near as um, as significant as as your inflation numbers and that that in itself creates a bit of a bit of a problem for the economy um, higher prices the biggest the biggest problem that comes with continuing higher prices is that it, it basically impacts demand so you can imagine if you if you were going to pay for something three months ago um, and now the prices have doubled you might end up holding off you might say no you might say oh we, we don't really need it now or, or whatever and things like that and that has that knock-on effect uh, through the system uh, tomorrow we'll have the annual budget release uh, in the UK and we'll be hearing from um, the governor of the Bank of England and the Fed chair Jerome Powell as well um, due to participate in a virtual panel discussion titled emerging challenges for central bank governors in a digital world um, quite an interesting topic because how, how do they embrace that you know the central banks have to upgrade themselves as well because we have this um, this cryptocurrency environment now which is obviously digital currencies and um, what is the central bank's role in the, the movement of, of capital um, because they need to have a you know a bit of bit more of a role on that okay so um, so today nothing really major to impact these markets so without further ado then let's let's start with risk we'll see um, we want to know whether whether capital is moving into risk or out of risk um, if there's an appetite for that riskier type trade um, which would be broadly your um, your equities and indices and stock markets they would be your riskier trades um, or whether capital is actually if the, if the markets are, are, are very cautious you know will we see capital actually move uh, towards your safe havens if there's a bit of caution there and this is why we 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 do focus quite a lot on 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 risk now we wanted to get into this trade yesterday largely off the back of um jerome powell's uh, again continuing to be really quite hawkish um for these markets and and i suppose there's the there's the there's the there's the comfort that the, the central bank are now taking uh, inflation seriously whereas all last year when prices were increasing they were saying you know it's transitory it's nothing to worry about you know it'll settle down um, and that clearly didn't didn't happen so we made a high and within this bit of price action we saw a nice structural failure trade to the downside um, so we're looking to get we, well we're, we are in this trade now to see some short-term selling uh, we failed to make a new high but we also failed to make a new low so there's a narrowing of price action and actually right now um a bit of a question mark perhaps over the uh but we do want to see that because we are looking for a sell trade in this market um we've got a significant level of support and resistance up at these levels um so we're, we're quite comfortable you know getting into these trades around this sort of price uh, however it's been really quite uh it's been defended 
quite significantly. So a uh, little bit of a question mark over what, what we're likely to see here in the S&P. Um, looking across the other risk markets, uh, the Dow Jones, very similar situation really. It's kind of hard to call it um, like a risk on type market condition, especially after yesterday's price action. But there is some telltale signs um, like this flush to the downside yesterday for the um, for the Nasdaq. You know, we kind of reversed by the end of the day. We kind of reversed most of the move. And now we may get some continuation to the upside. So that might be an important piece of price action. Bit, bit of positivity across the UK, uh, sorry, across the FTSE and the DAX over the last five trading days, as you can see, has pretty much done nothing. Um, and then everyone likes uh, Bitcoin or certainly to keep an eye on Bitcoin. Just to clarify, we don't trade Bitcoin. It's, it's far too, too volatile, um, but we do comment on it. And a bit of positivity. Uh, so far today now, we've got prices pushing higher, but we spoke about this narrowing of price action. So <coughs> until we break out either, uh, I suppose, above 45,000 to the upside um, or potentially 35,000 to the downside, uh, we're in this little sideways pattern. So risk is inconclusive. Uh, let's have a quick look at commodities. So really sizable move yesterday. Uh, we've got this We've got this issue, which is kind of a linear. We wanted to try and get in on a pullback here yesterday. Um, didn't really get enough to get into it, but we did get up to um, 113, 112. So a really sizable move. We're looking at that above the, the 107. Um, so looking at it on the daily time frame, uh, it's, it's, it's really not not letting us in just yet. Um, but there's no reason to suggest why we couldn't get further uh, opportunities in in oil to the upside. We're now sort of bouncing back to yesterday's high just sitting in here. Um, okay. So let's take uh, oil. Uh, oil to the upside above the one ten seventy. Um, when we look at gold, so gold is the next one. Um, really, we've got two, four, six 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 and a half days of pretty much price just very much range bound between 1944 and 1920 basically so 20 sort of 25 points there or thereabouts the majority of this price action has been sitting in so we are in consolidation we've had a false breakout to the downside and a very minus false breakout to the upside but broadly speaking we're in consolidation so we want to see either a breakout higher or lower um, so this is uh, this is a, a very very sizable move uh, overnight as well. We had the re the retracement yesterday, followed by quite an explosive move to the upside. Um, 
now the uh, the euro yen is looking looking stronger but really we've had a bit of a strong move from a weak bit of weakness yesterday morning um to actually strength across the pound pairs so a very significant turnaround across the board there okay um This is quite messy price action in here inside this little zone. Um, there's kind of a lack of clarity in there. We, we would, at least now what we have is we've had a four day push to the upside. We've created a couple of highs. We've kind of pulled back. It's not clean cut by any, by any extent, but actually a break above 132 would be a bit of a game changer for these, for certainly the pound dollar, uh, the pound uh, dollar, yeah. So we're looking to see if if this dollar is as genuine and, and if the moves that we're seeing in the in in, in the dollar pairs um, is, is going to continue because we want to be mindful of the potential for actually um, some dollar weakness creeping across the the, the board. So for now, we are still in this trade to the downside. Um, we're going to see what happens over the course of the trading day. If there's further more um, uh, selling in this market, we'd like prices at least down to this level down here. So perhaps a little bit more upside in our euro dollar sell trade. Um, but these markets could be quite close to being to to actually beginning to change our overall bias for the dollar um we don't want to discount that from from being the case um simply uh, an outstanding move um overnight really in the in the dollar yen um here is your initial trade uh the 116 and we're now up at the 120 so a very significant but but actually quite quite a linear move so we it didn't really give us any opportunities to get in on a pullback or anything like that up at these higher levels and all we keep doing is is continuing higher so maybe if some yen strength starts creeping into the markets at some point there'll be decent sell trades but we're at elevated levels across the yen markets in terms of yen weakness um And I suppose it's, it's it's now reasonable to suggest that because of last week's risk-off market conditions, that um, capital was likely to come out of the yen, but not not to these significant levels. So there's still a number of unknowns in these markets. Um, it's still quite hard to, um, to to trade with a high degree of confidence right now. Um, so do bear that in mind with your decision making. It is why we're trading lower size and it is why we're trading often with sort of larger stop losses and things like that than what we would normally do. So it's just because we are uncertain about the opportunities as well as clearly markets are. We're seeing certain moves in very specific markets and the rest is, is, is quite bland. Um, Dollar Swiss. Um, this technical sort of pull back into that level and now we're looking for potentially dollar strength um, 
So it's just we've got the momentum, but we're just looking for um, the right type of opportunity. We need to look at these in a little bit more detail um, during our live trade room now in just a second. Right, what we can do is broadly look for dollar strength um, until we determine what risk is 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 doing. But there is clearly opportunities in the dollar, the, the Aussie dollar to push lower, the, the New Zealand dollar to push lower, potentially the dollar CAD to push higher. So we're looking for the potential for the for the US dollar to actually push higher. Um, the the yen. I don't want to clutch at straws, you see, but the euro yen there's a, there's a technical buy trade there. Um, it would be above last night's high, which is uh, the one thirty one ninety seven, and then we can broadly look for the opportunities in the US dollar to the upside. Uh, okay, so look, that's going to be gold's not doing much. Uh, we'll have a look at oil. So. So from yesterday, we'll just put our trade plan together. I'll post it into the chat box, guys, and um, we'll let you guys go. Um, yesterday, we were looking for risk-off market conditions. Didn't really get them. Um, the only trade here was the oil trade above the 107. Um, we were looking for, for a strong pullback. It only came back to the 106.30, I think it was. We needed to come back a little bit further to see if we can get the move higher, but we weren't able to get hold of that one. Um, right, so so we will start by looking at um, Okay, so let me let me just uh, explain this then. Sorry, the euro yen of the one thirty one ninety seven. So I'll just read out this. So US oil, I'm looking to buy above the 110, uh, 110.70, which is yesterday's high. Right, so um, our sort of sentiment, our basic understanding of, of the phase of this market, we're not really in mild risk off anymore. Um, these are... These are still a little bit distorted are, are slightly mixed market conditions. So we're looking at mixed. Um, uh, 
So the overall view of these markets is very much that we're looking at mixed markets, um, but there is a, a dollar strength kind of undercurrent. Um, so that's what we're looking for. Uh, we're looking for a potential US dollar strength um, and, and we can be quite specific, whether it's commodity, whether it's uh, euro, um, euro dollar, pound dollar. We've had such a big move in the dollar yen. Um, that might be a bit of a tough ask, but we'll have a look at it. We'll also be looking for the euro yen to buy that euro yen above the, the 131.97. And last but not least, we'll be looking at US oil above yesterday's high of 110.70. So um, let's just say we've had more um, uplifting uh, trade plans to, to, to work with recently but this is kind of where we're at with the markets so as a result we can remain a little bit careful is not the word but it is just assessing the market conditions and then looking to position ourselves accordingly and if the opportunities reveal themselves then great but if they don't we're not going to be too too impatient with these markets so that's really the point to take away so there's our trade plan currently up on screen. Uh, it's also posted into your chat box, guys. Please feel free to take that away. Uh, we'll wrap this up then, and we'll be moving straight over to our actual live trade room now in, in just a minute or so. Um, any questions, feel free to post them. Uh, we'll get back to you as soon as we can. And um, all that's left for me to do now, really, is to thank you very much for joining us, as always. Um, we do trade these markets live. We trade the European Open from 8 a.m., and we trade the U.S. Open from... Uh, from 12.30 this afternoon. These are all UK times. And you can join us for just $29 a month uh, via our website, um, the, the livetraderoom.com. For more information, there's a chat function on there. If you've got any questions, do contact us and um, we'll be happy to get back to you as soon as we possibly can. So on that note, from everyone here at the Live Trade Room, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.